Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Churner's Digest. My name is Alex, otherwise known as Fear the Z, and we'll start off with our little disclaimer here. I'm not a financial or tax advisor. This is not financial or tax advice. This is for entertainment purposes only, but please do enjoy. And thanks to the Patreon, um, we have a tier called the Cleed tier, where I'll shout you out if you're a part of that, and we have a member who listens. His name is Cleed. I've mentioned him plenty of times, so shout out Cleed for being in the Cleed tier. If you want to support me on Patreon, it helps the show. You can go over to patreon.com slash for the Z, excuse me, patreon.com slash Turner's Digest and support there. You can contribute as little as a dollar. And as always, the show notes will be on my companion site at fearthez.com. So today's episode, last week was a topic episode on my travel. I hope you all enjoyed that. But today will be more standard episode of just doing some doctor of credit highlights, some happenings around the industry. So without further ado, we'll dive right in. First thing we're going to cover at the top of the show is some brokerage bonuses that I've seen. So there's actually a couple that are floating around right now, so I'll cover some of them. And then you have to just decide on your own if they're worth it or which one you think you would like to target or what couple ones do you think you want to target. So first we have Robinhood's 1% brokerage transfer bonus, which is an unlimited cash bonus. So essentially this is Robinhood is offering 1% bonus with no cap when you transfer your brokerage account to Robinhood from October 23rd to December 20, December 8th of this year. And from what I see, there isn't like a an opt-in or anything. And I, I don't believe you have to have a new account as far as I can tell from the terms and as far as Dr. Credit's Chuck is reporting. Um, it looks like just any ACATS transfer where the account is a taxable brokerage account being transferred into Robinhood, they will match 1% of that transfer in terms of uh, cash bonus. And one thing to note that there is a two-year earnout period. So when you make the transfer in two years from when that transfer comes in, you have to keep that money within the account in order to keep the bonus. And something to note they call out explicitly in the terms is that during that two-year period, if you if the, customer is, if the customer initiates withdrawals from the brokerage account, causing the account value to fall below the net transferred asset value, Robinhood will charge back a proportionate, proportional amount of bonus amount separate from and in addition to any ACATs, out transfer fees, blah, 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 blah. Essentially, if you transfer in $1,000, for example, and you get a 1% bonus, which would be $10, let's say you withdraw $100 of that at some point within the two-year period, uh, they will claw back ten one dollar of that because that would be ten percent of the one hundred dollars you withdrew. And so I'm not gonna we'll, we'll we'll discuss the other bonuses first, but and then I'll, I'll give my opinions on the bonuses and my my own verdict. But that's the Robinhood bonus. Um, it could be really lucrative if you have if you're like a oil tycoon and have a whole bunch of taxable investments because there's no limit on their 1% match, which I don't think we've seen before. So if you have like a whole bunch of money, you could transfer it to Robinhood, get 1% on it, which is pretty great, and just let it sit there. Because the, the great thing about brokerage, brokerage bonuses is this these money this this money is just sitting there regardless. It's just you, your, your intent of it is normally just for it to appreciate. So 
transferring it within different brokerages it it just does sometimes it does sometimes come with an ACATS fee but other than that the funds are just sitting there so you can help make that those funds work for you even more by doing some of these bonuses so another bonus that's available right now is SoFi has a 1% IRA match this is just for opening an IRA with them and contributing $6500 or, or sit, contributing up to the IRS maximum for the IRA accounts. Not super great. Robinhood also has this, and they also actually offer if you have Robinhood Gold 3%, which Robinhood Gold is a, a $5 a month or $60 per year paid subscription for Robinhood. One thing to note is that Robinhood requires, I think, a five-year vesting period on that match, which is kind of crazy, and I don't love Robinhood as it is. I mean, I say that, but I'm saying that the Robinhood... <laughs> 1% bonus is, is worth it, but that's pretty lucrative. Um, also, Robin Gold comes with, I think, like a 5% interest checking account. I discussed it in, I forget what episode that was. It was in episode 10 where I discussed my new checking account that I was looking at. I talked about Robin Gold, um, and I did a little bit of a breakdown there on the cost or value of Robinhood Gold, especially when considering an IRA match. So if you want some more information, check out over there. But SoFi does have this um, bonus if you're interested in it. It's just for this year, it looks like, while Robinhood's is every year, as long as they don't cancel it. Um, but that's just something to note. Another brokerage bonus that we see is Bank of America and Merrill checking in brokerage bonus for up to $3,000. So if you transfer in 250k or more, you get a thousand dollars. If you transfer in three thousand dollars, if you transfer in fifty five hundred thousand dollars or more, you get three thousand dollars. So this comes out to the the lowest one. I'll just do that is a four percent, a point four percent return. If you transfer in twenty five two hundred fifty thousand dollars, which is an insane amount of money, they'll give you a thousand dollars. This could be useful for someone who is already going to be in the is already looking to be in the Merrill family. If you want to go for Bank of America Preferred Rewards, which I've discussed in a couple different episodes, and there's a little bit of a write-up on, I think, the What's in My Wallet post or the card image, card designs post, where I, I do a little bit of a breakdown, but Doctor of Credit is a really good write-up on the Preferred reward system. But essentially, you get a boost to your credit card rewards, which can make their cards extremely lucrative. And the minimum for the highest tier for them is 100k in assets held with them. That includes Merrill assets. So if you're planning on going to Merrill anyway, this could be a good offer, um, but just something to call out. And then also Ally has a $100 sign-up bonus for signing up for an Ally Invest account. I actually did this one. I I don't think I could find my data points, but I have done this in the past, so I'm not eligible right now. Um, I believe it was a, a targeted offer originally. Um, oh, no, here's my data. What's my data point? Let me see it. Yeah, I opened the account on February 24th, 2022, uh, and I was specifically targeted for a $250 promotion for funding with $500. So I funded the account with $502 when I opened the account. And then by May 7th, 2022, I received the $250 crossover promo so that that was a specifically targeted promo and 
so is this hundred dollars one um, i'm not sure if they come with back with the 250 dollars one again i know that when the 250 dollars one was around it was targeted based on it was either a hundred dollars was your bonus or 250 dollars was your bonus i think it might have been a range in there too but i don't know if they'll come back with 250 dollars again it seems like a lot and it seems like they're mainly trying to pull people from their banking side to their invest side specifically my, my main theory behind that is because they called it a crossover bonus so they're crossing you over from their banking side to their investing side but if you don't have an ally invest this is a pretty easy bonus to go for um it looks like you actually just have to do monthly recurring transfers of at least $50 within 30 days of your account opening, and you have to do that for three months. So transferring $150 for three months, you can pull it right out and put in Ally Savings Account if, if you want. I don't believe there's a vesting period for it, and then you get $100 at the end of it, which isn't really bad. Um, I think it's targeted. So it is targeted, actually, so keep that in mind. If you saw an email, it's a pretty decent one. Uh, but looking back on, just reflecting on the original Robinhood brokerage bonus, um, I, I think I was talking to Kai, I, well, I'm not really talking to him, but I, I, I pinged him about this and he said he was considering doing it, but the two-year vesting period is, is kind of rough and I don't know how often, I'm not super in the brokerage bonus game, I have not done one myself, I don't have enough saved up in taxable brokerage accounts to go for it yet, to make it worth worth my while. But for this one in particular, like 1% seems pretty great. And I know it's a two-year vesting period, but I know that brokerage bonuses are a little bit more cumbersome to do because you have to do ACATS transfers and those take time. And I, I believe they're normally done manually by someone internally at the bank. And then there's also fees that are associated with it. So it, depending on how much time you would spend over two years and what you'd be getting back by this 1% match and then what you think you could potentially get back over a two-year span, it might be worth to just lock up the money for two years. Like Maybe they'll get another bonus out there that's worth it, but the opportunity cost doesn't seem that high to lock up the funds for two years, especially with a 1% bonus if you have a pretty decent amount of money in there. So just something to keep in mind. That's just my two cents. All right, enough of brokerage bonuses. Next we have, I, I said this last week in the topic episode, but... Cardless teamed up with um, Tap Airlines to offer a Tap Miles and Go card. The sign-up bonus is 60,000 points or 65,000 points if you signed up for their wait list and got a targeted offer in your email for it. And it requires um, $2,500 worth of spend through the end of November, which is actually pretty quick if that's the terms. Um Oh, excuse me. It's for nine. Okay, I, I I remember when I originally pinged Doctor Credit about this because their post was a little bit incorrect. But so the the main sign up bonus for the card is forty thousand miles for spending twenty five hundred dollars in the first ninety days. But they have an elevated promo offer for a limited time until the end of November, where you get an additional twenty thousand points for a total of sixty thousand points for doing the same spend of twenty five hundred dollars in the first ninety days. The card doesn't have a ninety does have a ninety dollar annual fee, which is not waived for the first year. Three X miles on Tap Portugal Airlines purchases. Two X on rental cars, hotels, rideshare. Um, you get preferred boarding. You get two premium Tap lounge access per year. Two extra check bags. Which, as I discussed last episode, if you t- fly Tap Portugal, having extra check bags would be really useful. And then you earn some extra miles based on your status and for Star Alliance. 
So the card doesn't seem that great. I don't think the points are worth a lot, as I've read. I think in some Doctor of Credit comments, people saying that they're not worth a lot. You can't even buy like a full round trip flight with 60k, which seems like a lot to be asking for for a card that's asking for $2,500 to spend. So I think it's kind of DOA, but um, that's my two cents. Also, this is a American Express card, and from what I understand, it doesn't disqualify you from their other cards or other bonuses, but something to keep in mind there. All right, next, we have kind of a fun one. Uh, for those who have student loans, it looks like Domino's is doing a free medium two-topping pizza for people with student loans, and they're giving away 4,200 4, pies per day. So, um, like, looking at this now, it's Sunday at 1.30. I'm sure that this promo is not, is currently used for the rest of the day. Because it, they only offer a certain amount every day. Um, I have a VPN on, so it thinks I am in Canada. So I can't check right now. Let me see. All right, VPN turned off. And, yeah, today's have been used already, which makes sense. I think they must go live at, like... Yeah, they go live at 12, at midnight, like one, one second past midnight, so the start of the new day. Um, and I'm sure these things get used up immediately, but they are giving away 4,200 pies per day. So if you're, it come, it's on first come, first serve basis. So if you're up at midnight for some reason, uh, Easter time, and want to get yourself a free medium pizza, I don't know how they prove that you have a student loan. Follow the answer instructions completely formed by providing your full name, education, institute, testing, your graduation year, and a valid email address to s reserve the offer. I wonder, like, I just recently paid off my student loans, so I wonder if I would still qualify if I'm ever up at midnight for some reason, which I normally not, I'm not. I'll try doing this and see if I can get it, but for those of you who are interested in a free pizza and have student loans, I, I feel like the overlap of people who have student loans and people who like Domino's is a decent overlap. And then, and then another overlap of who likes free pizza. I mean, who doesn't like free pizza? But I feel like this is a, a pretty decent promo from Domino's. So if you're able to capitalize on it, go for it. Reading through the comments, it looks like someone tried last night. And they logged in a few minutes before midnight. And at 11.56, it said the pizzas were already claimed. And it had already gone up. The, there's a ticker on the site. And it already went up by 4,200. So... I, you got to get really lucky, I guess, in order to get this. I'm, I'm sure it's riddled by bots. So, again, something to keep in mind. But, hey, if you're able to get free pizza, why not? All right, next we have Capital One's $350 checking bonus. I called this out, I think, in an episode recently. But they actually just quietly shortened the deadline for opening accounts for this. So, previously, I think it was like January of 2024. And now it's October 30th, so tomorrow. So if you've not gotten this bonus, I highly, highly suggest it. It's just two direct deposits of $250. It looks like, I think, Venmo counts as a direct deposit with Capital One. Let me look real quick. But $350 is a great bonus. I, I like Capital One. I think that they have a pretty good UI. I think that their savings account has a good interest rate. I like their card offerings. And looking at Dr. Credit, there is a slew of data points on what counts for a direct deposit. So... If you haven't gone for this, I would highly suggest that you have a day left. Get in this, get in on this way you can. It's a pretty easy bonus. My data points were: I opened the account on March twenty second of twenty twenty three on four twenty. Blaze it! I did a direct deposit, a real one of two hundred fifty one dollars, and then 
May 4th of 2023, I did another real direct deposit of $251. And then in June, I got June 12th, I got a $250 credit. So they pay out kind of slow, but on their, on their website, they detail exactly what the pay times are. If you go to the bottom of the page, they, oh, they don't on this one. I think they have in the past though. They give like a, a pay table to see when it'll pay out. They don't have a pay table at this time, but they do give like a, a month period of when it, when it should credit. I think it's 90 days. Uh, your bonus will be deposited to your account within 60 days after you complete the required above. So it should be within 60 days. I mean, I, I trust that they'll pay it out. They've been pretty good. And if they don't, CFPB complaint that ish. But yeah, if you like I said, if you haven't done that, hop on it because it's definitely worth it. I noticed that the Apple Card sign-up bonus has changed from $100 to $75 on your first purchase. So, I mean, if you're really scraping the barrel for some sign-up bonuses, it's not a bad card. And the card's really nice, like the physical card. So uh, I'm kind of biased towards it just because I think it's pretty and it makes a really loud clang. But that's just me. If you want a free $75, is it worth a hard pull? Probably not, but why not? All right, next, if you somehow don't have an Ally checking account still, even past the referral that they just did and past the sign-up bonus that they did, there is a Swagbucks offer for $75 or 7,500 Swagbucks points for opening an Ally account and receiving a direct deposit within 60 days. Again, if you don't have an Ally account, I'm shocked. It's a great account. It's a great little transfer hub. They have great rates. I always keep some money in there. But this is a pretty easy bonus if you want to go for it. Next, for a bit of a Halloween special, Chipotle has a $6 entree, so a burrito or a bowl, with the promo code BURRITO from 3 p.m. until close on October 31st. If you plan on doing this, I highly suggest ordering ahead. When these promos come out, the stores usually get absolutely swamped. And just if you do go, be patient. These people are being paid minimum wage. They don't, corporate decided to do the promo and they're going to be swamped. So. Just try and be nice. It's Halloween too. I'm sure they don't want to work just as much as you don't want to sit there and wait. So that's that. All right. Speaking on my episode 10 where I discussed what checking accounts I would go for, Webull has a cash management account, which has Webull is like a, a fintech investment a, a company, I guess. And they have a cash management account, which is just basically a checking account, but it's not FDIC insured. So if you remember in episode 10, one of my requirements were FDIC insurance. Actually, this might be. Uh, let me check on that before I say that. All right, they are FDIC insured. I didn't know that. So the account is FDIC insured, and it comes with 5% APY, and I don't think there's any requirements for that 5% APY. And they also have a deposit bonus. I already have an account, so I'm not eligible, but they're offering a... Bonus when you open an account and enroll in cash management feature and then make a deposit, you'll earn 5% and the deposit bonuses are deposit 2000 get 10 bucks, 10000 100 bucks, 25000 300 bucks, 100000 1200 bucks, and 500000 $3,000. So those are pretty nice. The funds have to remain within the account until May 7th of 2024, which is kind of a long time. So keep that in mind, but... If you're looking for a decent checking account with high interest rates, Webull seems pretty good. I've used their account in the past. They're not bad. Um, 
They're kind of finticky. I don't know how long they'll last, but it's FDIC insured, so I wouldn't be too concerned. All right, next, Discover sent out some Q4 spend bonuses that were targeted. I personally received an offer for um, 6% cash back in addition to the cash back I'm already getting on grocery purchases made on the, made on the card until the end of the year up to $1,000 in spend. So I will be using the card for groceries. They've they won. They're now my grocery card, so I'll get 7%. I, as long I believe the 1% you already get. And then you get an extra 6%, so 7% total, because it says in addition to your standard Discover rewards. So take a look in your email, see if you were targeted. There's an email address that Dr. Credit called out that you can search and see if you got the offer, but it's pretty great. I love when Discover does this. It's very nice. Something to note, um, they also sometimes offer 0% APR offers for like 12 months or so if you chat with them and ask. So... If you're interested in something like that, maybe message them. This would be a good in tandem. You can get 6 or 7% back if you have this promo offer. And then you can have 0% interest until like a year from now. So you can just park that money in a 5% account or something and make even more. So why not make your money work harder for you? All right, next. Speaking to Discover, they're doing a, a savings bonus again. We've talked about this before, but I haven't seen this higher offer. So it's there, there's two offers currently available. There's... Deposit fifteen hundred dollars and get a hundred fifty dollar bonus, or deposit forty five thousand. Or sorry, did I say deposit fifteen hundred dollars? I meant to say fifteen thousand dollars for a hundred fifty dollar bonus, or deposit forty five thousand dollars to get a four hundred dollar bonus, which is higher than I've ever seen from them. This expires November sixteenth. Something to note, and also, if data points serve true, they're still just doing aggregate deposits so you can deposit five thousand withdraw it deposit five thousand withdraw it etc up until forty five thousand dollars so you'll never actually have to have forty five thousand dollars in the account just put forty five thousand dollars in over and over and over again and that counts so if that sounds like something you can do i think it's worth it i love the discover savings account i mean again i don't use it i have other ones but i like the interface discovers seems like a, a, a good bank that I've had a good experience with and this is a great bonus so I think I got the $400 one before um let me see all right mine was actually $200 so I opened the account on October 4th 2021 deposited $25,000 I, I don't remember if I had $25,000 at the time I didn't write my data points down so I just looked at my spreadsheet for the payout dates but at some point when I initially opened the account Within three days of opening the account, I put in 25000 so it must have been just one big push. And then October 7th, the money cleared. So within three days of me opening the account and, and meeting the requirement, the payout posted. So Discover's always been super quick with their payouts. It takes like a couple of days for it to hit, and there's no holding period on this. So you can just push in and out $5,000 over and over again until you reach a total aggregate push-ins of $45,000, and then you'll get $400. It's kind of a pain to do over and over again, but maybe $2, two, two, dollars, two, day, two minutes worth of effort per day for, I don't know, a week or two, and you'll be at it, and you'll get 400 bucks out of it. I mean, that's the kind of stuff I'm in for, so figured I'd share it. If anyone's interested, go for it. Why not? All right, next is a new, sa a new checking account bonus that I actually just applied for. And I approved for, so I'm in the process of going for it. But it's unfortunately Massachusetts only. 
It's for East Cambridge Savings Bank for $75 personal business or checking account bonus. This was originally just a business bonus. So I, I remember clicking on this link from on Dr. Credit and being like, oh, it's business. And I don't, I have a business, but I'm not, I haven't done business stuff yet. So we'll kick the can even further down the line. But they do have a, a personal offer as well. So the personal offer is you can get $300 if you open the account online, have a direct deposit of $1,000 or more each month for three cycles straight, and then also maintain an average balance of $1,000 each month for three months straight and sign up for e-statements. There is also an in-tandem elevated offer that you can go for, which is $450, which has all the same requirements except instead of direct depositing $1,000 per month, it's $5,000 per month. And instead of doing a monthly average balance of $1,000, it's $2,500. So I'm not going for the $450. I'm going for the $300. The $450 is just a little bit too rich for my blood with $5,000 a month. That's a lot to be putting in there. So, And, and there's no data points on what counts as a direct deposit with this bank because it's just so so fresh. So maybe I'll – that's actually a good idea. Maybe I'll do like an ally push just to get me up to $5,000 a month and see if I get the $400. And I can report back. That's actually a good idea. I'll do that. So I'll 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 try and be a data point for this, and I'll see if Ally counts as a direct deposit. And if not, I'll I'll still do a real direct deposit of a thousand a month just to make sure I get the the bare minimum. They also have a bonus which goes in tandem with both of these, where you can earn up to twenty five dollars, where you can get a dollar per debit card transaction of twenty five dollars or more. So you'd have to do. $25, $25 transactions, so $500 worth of transactions for 25 bucks, which is not worth it in my opinion. I mean, maybe if I added the card to Curve and charged the debit card with Curve for a bunch of purchases and then just used go back in time to take them off, if that would count, I would do it. But organic spend for $1 per transaction of $25 more is not worth it in my opinion. But my checks is pretty ridiculous. I haven't opened... I don't think I've opened one accounts recently, but definitely within the past 24 months, it's well over like 10 or 15, and I, I got approved for the account. So if you're in Massachusetts and you're eligible, looks like they're not check sensitive. There's no credit card funding, but 300 bucks potentially, 450 is pretty lucrative in my opinion. Any any kind of bonus that's above is like, I'd say maybe 150 and up. If the requirements are easy and just needs a little bit of a direct deposit, I'm, I'm all for it, so... I'll be going for this and I'll report back when they eventually pay out. Next, Dr. Credit posted about a fintech named Domain Money, which is offering 6% APY as a savings account. Just thought I'd share. Um, after my not, I didn't love banking with Juno and they were a fintech and I used them as my checking account. And I was using them just because they had a great interest rate. And now this new fintech, Domain Money, has 6%. And I'm already getting 4.8 on my wealth front, and I use that as a checking account. So the 1.2, even if this was a checking account, I don't think I'd switch over. Actually, that's a lie. I, I might. I would have considered it, but I don't plan on doing that. So if it was a checking account, which it isn't, I probably would switch. But it's not a checking account, so I won't be switching. But I thought I'd call it out. 6% is, pretty. Is I think, industry-leading. I don't know of a better one out there. Um so if it, it is FDIC insured, so the only, the, your only downside is really if this fintech has difficult times pulling money out or 
if it's not super reliable. And I think that their transfers are weird where you have to link it via plaid. And if it doesn't, it's not in plaid, you can't transfer money in and out. So just something to keep in mind, but I figured I'd call it out because 6% is a pretty lucrative rate. Next, there's another bank account bonus that's out there uh, for city card holders, which looks like it's a public link now, but your mileage always may vary. There's a $200 checking account sign-up bonus with a direct deposit of $1,000 or more within 90 days of the account opening. I tried to do a city checking account bonus before, and I had some pretty I had some problems with it. I don't remember why, but I so I don't feel like trying this again. Um, but I figured I'd call it out. It looks like there's a public link, so you can go for it. City is known as shitty for a reason. I don't really like City. I just use them because they're customized cash. Cause the custom cash rewards card? Yeah. Custom cash card. Custom cash card. CC. Their credit card is pretty great, um, so I just deal with it for that, and they're fine for, for credit cards and stuff. I mean, their website's terrible. Their infrastructure's really old. Their customer service is terrible. I actually have a friend at uh, a coworker who I suggested opening the custom cash card and city has now mailed their card to the wrong address three times and are saying that there's nothing they can do. And they, they can't tell him what the address is on file and they can't change the address that's on file, but they can't. And in order for them to verify his address, they need to mail him a physical form, but the address that's in city's wrong. So they can't mail him something. So his account's just in limbo. I suggested filing a CFPB complaint, but we'll see what he winds up doing. So just word for wise of City. It's not great. Know what you're getting yourself into. Something that Dr. Credit didn't post about, but did happen. Um, Taco Bell does a promotion where during the World Series, if there's a stolen base, they'll give out a free taco. And on game one of the World Series, there was a stolen base. So Cattell Marte stole second and got everyone a free taco. So if you're interested, you can get a free Doritos Locos Taco in the app through November 5th. Second to last, we have, um, I have a an account with HEB Debit. For those of you who don't know what HEB is, I actually am not really familiar with it. Like a family of grocery stores, I think, in like the Midwest. And they have a debit card account that also comes with the savings account. So I have it for the savings account and I'll give some links for some interesting information about the savings account, but it's essentially a, essentially a net spend account where NetSpend has a couple different account options where you can open an account with them. I've said account like 15 times. You can open an account with them, and it has an option for a savings account as well. And this one in particular has a savings account where it's 6% APY up to $2,000, and they pay out quarterly. There's another NetSpend account that's 5% on $1,000, and they pay out quarter. So I have both of those. And this one just so happens to be tied to an HEB debit account. And I received an email a couple of days back that says, earn $25 when you spend $100 or more within a month. So I saw that and obviously I'm like, yeah, why not? Um, I went on Doctor of Credit, went to the ATB post and saw that Davis also got this. There was one, I think a month ago, that was a little bit different. And they did a money order purchase and got the credit to post instantly. They originally said that it, it posted without the transaction clearing so the post is still pending and they got the credit so i was like oh interesting and they called out that maybe cash app would work so i tried doing a cash app reload and the minus 100 was still pending and i didn't get the 
the $25 cash back. So I was like, all right, maybe that didn't work. So I went and did an Amazon gift card reload of a hundred bucks and that also didn't work. So I was like, hmm, maybe I'll just wait until the transactions post. And the transaction did post, but they both posted both the Amazon gift card as well as the cash app reload. They both posted and then I got the $25 credit. So I wasn't sure which one did it, but Davis confirmed that they only did a cash app reload and got the $25 bonus. So if you, by some off chance, have this random HEB debit card, and I believe this is a targeted promo, so if you got an email for this, spend $100, get $25 cash back, just do a cash app reload of 100 bucks, and you'll get the $25. It doesn't come in as a cash back. That's like a section in app that shows your cash back amount. It'll just come as a line item on the debit card. So it'll say like, I think mine specifically said, let's see. Mine said, um, credit applied, incentive code, 2023 HEB debit lapsed, promo September, November award. So if you, for some reason, have this, it's free money, might as well. And if you're interested in getting 6% on $2,000, I mean, 6% isn't great anymore. As I just called out, there's domain money that offers 6% without having a weird limit of $2,000 to pay out for the 6% and also having a limit of, or that's not a limit, having living $2,000 or being in a weird HEB debit account, which also pays out quarterly, but it's stuck. I opened this account. Let's see when the hell I opened this. It's been a while. I opened this HEB debit account back in August of 2021. So for three years, they've held steady at the 6%. So I I don't see them changing it. Same thing with the 5% on the net spend. That has been at 5% since, for me, at least March of 2021. So they've held steady at that 5%. And back then, I think we were giving out like maybe 2% as interests back then before we're at these insane like 4%, 5%, even 6% interests. So if you're interested in it, go for it. If not, oh well. And then finally, something that I don't really use Juno anymore. I do use a little bit for that loophole I teased about yesterday. Maybe I'll I'll tease a little more. Nah, I won't say anything. I, the person that showed it to me explicitly asked me not to share about it, so I won't be sharing it. But um, I do use Juno in that little free money loop. And they made some announcements that they're changing some of their fees. And I love when they do this and, and they they try and like play the world's smallest file and they're like, oh, we're trying to be the industry leader and we're making some good changes. We're removing the fees for same-day account withdrawals and incoming wire deposits. They're, those are now free, which is, I mean, same-day withdrawals for $0 is great. As long as you get the withdrawal in before 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it should credit to your other account by the next day latest, like in the morning. I think it's like 24 hours from 3 p.m. Eastern. But those are good changes, but they are adding some crypto withdrawal fees, which I don't really do, but they they lined up some crypto withdrawal fees, and they're also instituting an account inactivity fee, which is $1 per every six months, and they'll assess this every month. But the requirements are pretty difficult to meet, to be honest. You have to meet all of the following requirements. Your cash app, your cash balance to be below $2. So if you just have $2 in the account, you won't get charged a fee. 
if you make any trans if you don't make any transaction in Juno for six months, so if you just do one transfer, buy a dollar worth of USDC and then sell it or something like that. If you trade less than one thousand dollars in total worth of crypto within for the past twelve months, I will never do that. So that's one of the requirements that I will meet. But again, you have to meet all the following requirements. And then finally, you've not been charged activity inactivity fee for the past six months. So you only get charged one every six months. So max of two dollars a year. If you don't, if you meet all of the requirements. So again, if you just make any transaction in six months, or you just keep two dollars in the account none of this will affect you. So the the fees changing from $2 and $5 to zero for same with same day withdrawals and incoming wire deposits respectively, that goes into effect immediately. And then the, the they call it nominal fees on crypto withdrawals, which is really funny. But the nominal fees on crypto withdrawals and the semi-annual fee of a dollar, that goes into effect November 27th. So if you have this account, and you are worried about hitting that fee, just close the account or just put $2 in it. But I've I've talked about Juno before. I don't really use them anymore, but I figured I'd call this out and let y'all know. But that's it for today. Sorry if I seem a little down. Um, just tired, you know, Halloween weekend, Sunday. Today's more of a rest day, but I wanted to get something out there. Thanks as always for listening, and I hope you have a great day. Happy Halloween, and have a great week.